Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Imagine a year where... Uh, 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 oh god, what have I done? Why did I pick this movie? What, uh, what, what year is that, Zach? The year is 2001. One, 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 one. Welcome to Oldie Butter Goodie, the podcast talking about movies from 2001 in the order they came out in. My, my name is Sandro, and, and joining me is, is Zach. And before you say anything, content warning for this entire episode. We've made mistakes before. <laughs> uh, and I feel like we're going to make them again, but this is definitely one of them. Uh, yeah, content warning, we're gonna talk about incest? Yep. Death? Yep. What do you call it when you have sex with a cat? <laughs> there's, yeah, there's some, there's quite a bit of bestiality, actually, that we'll be talking about. Yeah. And just all round, just solid early 2000s edginess. Yeah, wow. Hey, Zach, guess what episode number this is? Uh, it's 168 Oh, thank god <laughs> One off the, the worst idea we ever had was episode 69 Yeah, I was about to say Is this a repeat of last time? But it's not that bad no. Although not- we also did Rita, Sue and Bob 2 last year So I think, <laughs> mm, <laughs> I think once, mm. once every year we do this Thankfully we didn't drag Sandy into this one <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Sandy would have been upset <laughs> if she had to watch this again. Say it isn't so. More like, say it isn't so, we had to watch this movie. Ooh. Am I right? Yeah. Look, look. This movie rides on its, like, absurdist humour. Mm. Which, which, I'm a fan of. I love absurdist yeah. humour in general. The problem is the internet has so advanced since 2001 mm. with its shitposting ability that humour has evolved past this. So this has lost its its big shock factor. It's thing it relies on, the shock factor of... Hey, <laughs> this guy's dick got licked by a cat. <laughs> it's, um, it's just, it loses yeah. its it loses its harshness, and you can only be left with questions like, "What? Why? What the? How? How can he not tell that it's a cat? What was that scene? I <laughs> out of all of- the scenes in this movie, that one just left me completely kef- like, just what? Why? What? Why? Why? Yeah. And also, my biggest question is, how is the best American comedy we've done this year, Saving Silverman? 
Oh my god, yes. That somehow is better than this film, isn't it? How is out of the two American comedies that one's the best one? How is this possible? I will say, Wish Eddie Murphy in this film's pretty good. Wish Eddie Murphy was good. How about Wish Heath Ledger? He was good as well. Now you're stretching it. I don't know if I'd say good. (laughs) You're definitely stretching it on the good and the Heath Ledger. In fact, the whole cast of this movie is kind of like a Wish cast, because we've also got Wish Aunt May, because she literally was the Wish Aunt May in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie. Oh, right. She's in it. And the lead is what? Like, Wish Michelle Pfeiffer? This this is definitely a movie that Wish would have made Wish if they were a movie this. company. I feel bad because I think all these actors, I've seen them all in good things outside oh, of this. Yeah. So I feel bad saying that they're all just from you Wish. Can tell you can tell they're pretty good actors. It's just that this was made by the guys that made American Pie and everything they touch just somehow turns to shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. Wolf, not a fan of American Pie, huh? Oh, it's a good song. Oh, it is a great song. What an absolute banger, I would say. Did it ruin comedies for a couple of years? Yeah, it kind of did. Mm, kind of did. Mm. What would you say? I would say um, that I'm quite a fan of pie. Um, I've had many different types. I've had German. I've had um, English. Yep. I'd say American pie in just those three is probably the third. You do know what the title of American pie refers to, right? Not, uh, no, Sandra. It's a man fucking a pie. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. How could I have made this terrible mistake? <laughs> it's almost like I knew that, but was trying to avoid <laughs> it. Just the first few minutes of this episode's just given me an idea of the direction we're, go- we're going to be going <laughs> down. I, d- I don't like it. I would like to turn around. I would like to take the next left, please. Well, before you do that, I don't know what my segue was going to be. We've <laughs> yeah. other things. Patreon. Let's plug that for a second. Oh, yeah. If you have listened to this episode and you're like, wow, I love hearing these two guys being forced to talk about bad comedies. On Wednesday, Police Academy 7. We review it. Uh, or, or good comedies. Mm? It's set in Russia. It's going to be awful. <laughs> Oh no, that's going to be re- too relevant as well. Oh Dear no. Me. That's that quick plug out of the way. Patreon.com forward slash oldie but a goodie pod. Zach, where are your expectations mm. at when it comes to Police Academy? Oh, at this Police Academy? Good lord. The the previous ones that were low and they disappointed me. Mm. I can't, I'm looking down, I can't see... <laughs> I can't see it anymore. My expectations have gone out of my visual range. Would you say it's low like a submarine that Russia has sent to spy on oh, no. the Americans <laughs> or something? I, I, I don't... <laughs> Say it's low, like the quality of your your joke there. It's not my fault. It's because I watched Say It Isn't So, and now my idea of what comedy is <laughs> is is so low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times did you laugh during this movie? No, um, I think once. Yeah, and it it, it was due to a sudden explosion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I know what you mean. I think I laughed once as well. I laughed at one line 
where just some random person shouts out, Do you know what the Bible says about having relations with your sister? Don't! And I laughed at that. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that's oh, that's funny. a good line. That's a good line. Uh, that's the only time I laughed. <laughs> They're actually somewhat wrong. Yeah. The Bible has many a story about having relations with your sister. Uh, anyway, uh, w- w- what else came out this week? I've got the list. You've got regret. <laughs> yeah, I think you also have a bit of regret over there. I'm, uh, I'm going to share this regret around. In fact, we're going to share it with the audience. They're going to regret by the end of this episode. I don't think I influenced your decision in picking this movie at all, uh, good sir. Did I? I can't remember. Oh, no, I, you regret watching it, you know? It's a different type of regret. Oh, I could have not watched <laughs> Yeah, you could have just refused, you know? None of us have done that yet. Yeah, just got like, no, I'm going to watch a different movie this week. You can talk about this one. We should do that one time. Yeah, yeah. Before episode 200 is up, let's see if we can pick a movie so bad the other one refuses to watch it. (laughs) Yeah. What what episode would that be where we try and explain two movie plots side by side? Oh, good lord. Anyway, the, the other movies that came out this week in 2001 were The Brothers... Four African-American men embark on a hilarious journey of love and friendship. Great. Wholesome. Definitely would have been funnier than this movie, probably. Heartbreakers, a mother-daughter con artist team, played by Sigourney Weaver and Jennifer Love Hewitt, uh, attempt to swindle Gene Hackman out of all his money. They're like, Mm. we're going to take your money. That could have been okay, I guess. Fine. Mm. And Wit, a renowned professor, is forced to reassess her life when she is diagnosed with cancer. Which sounded depressing. Yeah. So instead you chose a different type of depressing. <laughs> the the depression that comes from watching a, f- uh, a format and genre you love being actively shat on in front of you. Alright, let's get into it. So it was released March 23rd. It's directed by a guy called J.B. Rogers. Who J. was- J.B. Rogers, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> God damn it. Who who made you do this? I want answers. I want them to atone for their sins. Uh, it doesn't say that he was a writer on it, so maybe it wasn't his choice. Maybe J.B. Rogers- can get away with it. Also, I just want to point out on Wikipedia, it says this movie is a black comedy. No, it's not. This is just a comedy. Mm. There's nothing dark about this movie. It's just... Well, I would disagree, because a man gets fucking blown up and no one gives a shit about them. Well, they only (laughs) give a shit when it's the main character that's blown up. They're like, oh, no, the main character... As soon as they realise the main character isn't blown up, they're like, oh, who cares about this random fucking guy, then? That's true. There are dark moments, and there's dark mm. subject matter, but it's not an actual dark comedy where the humour comes from, like, the deadpanness. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, definitely not that. That's interesting, because they've got the whole, like, their love is torn apart by the fact that they might be brother and sister... Which is pretty dark. So there's definitely dark elements. The problem is, as I said earlier, the dark elements have become rather light in comparison to modern humour nowadays, which can get far darker. So it's more of a it's more of a a a light grey comedy, I would say. I mean, we will both be criticising a lot of this movie, but that's not to say that you can't make movies that are 
puerile and gross like this and them mm. not be good. This is this is more of a brown comedy. <laughs> yes. Um, there's a movie called The Death of Dick Long, which is a great <laughs> dark comedy movie uh, that's got a twist in it that is disgusting and very funny. And it's handled well, unlike this movie, which sucks. Yeah. So you can make funny movies about this sort of uh, like content, but just yeah. not like this. But anyway, uh, J.B. Rogers, yeah, he directed it. He was the second unit director on American Pie. Went on to then direct American Pie 2. Also produced some Jim Carrey films. Um, good, good Jim Carrey films? Me, Myself and Irene is the main one that he produced. Okay. It's got like 48%. Yeah. For the cast, we've got Heather Graham playing Joe. Uh, she's pretty good in a lot of things. She's good in The Hangover. She's good in Austin Powers. She's good in Twin Peaks. I like her a lot in Twin Peaks. I think the problem is it it felt like a lot of the time she was acting to no one. Because for some reason, this movie is shot in extreme close-ups all the time Mm. on people's faces. And you don't really see other faces when that person's talking. So it kind of feels like they're just acting to a blank wall. And uh, that's that's what she felt like a lot of the time. Uh, Yeah, yeah, but I thought it sort of... I thought it was a sort of choice, because when we first meet her, she, like, doesn't listen at all to the guy. Mm. Remember? Like, she doesn't learn her na- his name till after she's nicked him. So she she was she was sort of playing that up a bit, I feel. I, 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 I thought she was good. Although by the end, she becomes a bit more of a normal character. Yeah. She, she's she got to become the normal one so that the rest of the absurdists can do their thing. So it's interesting. Uh, speaking of the absurdist, Chris Klein is Gilly. He is Oz from American Pie. Uh, he was also a villain in the Flash TV show. That's where I saw him on. Uh, uh, he mainly does rom-coms, rom-dramas and stuff. He's on some show on Netflix at the moment called Sweet Magnolia's. He was bad in this. Mm. Was it just his haircut, though? Was that Whoa. the reason why I think he's bad? <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I thought he was very, like... I don't know. He was, like, slowly going more insane throughout the movie, which I actually found quite amusing. Well, as soon as we are first introduced to him, my first thought was, wow, this guy looks like a guy who just trolls the Reddits. Yeah. And will one day commit domestic terrorism. That's what I (laughs) thought when I first saw him. I, I was thinking that this guy definitely smokes. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's a stoner guy. It's like, whoa, dude. He, like, 90% of his personality is weed. Yes. Oh, yeah. And he's, he's got weed t-shirts, you know, other things. But, like, he doesn't want to tell his parents because they're very conservative. He looks great in a handlebar mustache, I will say. Oh, I loved when he had the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he went full, like... I fucked my sister. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did. Yeah. He had the, the whole, like, I've got to legally let you know neighbors about this bit of information about myself. Oh, no. Stand-up comedian Orlando Jones is a miss. He plays the character of Dig. He's in a TV show called American Gods. He plays one of the gods. Can't remember which one. He's good in that, though. That, that, this guy as a god would be fantastic, I feel. <laughs> it's very enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sounds he sounds like you'd make a crack up god. He was good at this. He was actually probably my favorite character throughout because he's the only one who doesn't have any like bad qualities. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he beats up the he beats up his friend's truck, right? He's like, hell yeah, I'm gonna like beat up his truck, but like he he repays it back. Sally Fields is surprisingly in this as Joe's mother. She's in Forrest Gump. She's in Lincoln. Already mentioned it. She's Aunt May in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. Uh, she was quite good. I thought she was quite good in this movie. Yeah, she's quite good because she's she's an awful person. <laughs> yeah. She's a really just horrible person constantly. And it's great. My favorite part with her is when her husband gets covered in bees and she's like, oh my God, stay very still. I need to go get my camera. <laughs> this is hilarious. I was those bees, man. When you first see the bees and they set up the joke, they were the most badly CG bees oh, I had yeah, ever yeah. seen in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were terrible. It was something else. They certainly spent a lot of money on that, uh, on that show. Yeah. Why couldn't they just do, like, normal 2001, just do, like, black dots buzzing around? Oh, yeah. That would have not only looked better than trying to do full bees. Yeah. It probably would have cost them way less. And speaking of the dad, oh boy, if you like problematic characters, the dad is played by Richard Jenkins, uh, who is from Cabin in the Woods, from a bunch of Gamel Del Toro movies as well. I recently saw him in the film Nightmare Alley, which recently came out. He's great in that. Mm. In this, it felt offensive. I don't know if he, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure his yeah, role is offensive. Yeah, he's definitely... He definitely helps to the dark comedy side of things. Yeah. Like, the fact that he's just, like, thrown in the boot with all the luggage. Because the version of the dad is he's maybe had a stroke or something. Yeah, he's had a stroke. He's had a stroke, so he's got um a talking machine. A voice modulator, yeah, thing around his neck. But the great thing about him, though, is that he's the only character who I thought really had a great beginning, middle, and end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got yeah. a proper character arc. Well, yeah, there was one thing at the beginning where he played footsie with the main character, which I was like, what the fuck? Why was that in it? Because this whole movie is like forfeiting plot and anything realistic just for a cheap joke. Oh, yeah, this this movie does just sacrifice whatever it wants for a cheap joke, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Good comedy. South Park, for example. Mm. Pretty good. They're always like, plot first, you build the jokes around it, or you build the jokes and then you put the plot around the jokes. In this movie, they're like, uh, plot and jokes, they're two separate things, two separate storylines, who cares? We'll, we'll just kind of smash them together. <laughs> oh, it works sometimes, but yeah, they definitely don't mind breaking just everything for a quick laugh. Yeah. Which which infuriated me sometimes. Annoying. Like, well, well, why can't he tell that the the cat's licking his dick? What the fuck? Uh, that cat. It, it all comes back to. It all goes back to that cat scene. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, there's a very small appearance from an actually funny person, Sarah Silverman, in this movie. She's in there for a bit. Oh yeah. And I was like, she's funny. She plays an officer. Oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> But, but she doesn't really have much of a role. 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, woof. Panned by critics at the time, saying that it relied too heavily on shock humour. Yes. And the characters were annoying. Yes. And it was also really slow and boring. Yes. Uh, the audience score for this is not much better, 31%. What do you mean, not much better? 31%? I mean, it's a lot higher, but it's still negative. That's 23% 
more than it deserves, I feel. True. I, I hate to say it, but I agree more with the critics this time. Oh, 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 I, I forgot to mention, though, the cinema score is D+, 5 out of 10 on IMDb, still quite negative, but the Google rating. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Google user reviews. 63%, that's the lowest we've ever seen. That is true. For Google reviews, that's practically a negative at that point. Because only pe- only people who like the movie go onto Google reviews. Exactly. So that's crazy. This somehow cost twenty five million dollars. I mean, there's an explosion in it, so that would have taken up quite a bit of the money and CGI. Oh, and the CGI bees. Yep, you're right. And of course, uh, the scene with all the cows. That would have oh, cost a lot. I had to make a bunch of fake cows. Oh, not the cows. Oh, I forgot about the cows. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think this me this movie made worldwide? Oh, twenty bucks. Yeah, I wish, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the director and the rest of them refused to go. It was just the mum of the lead actor. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was just Chris Klein's mum went and yes. saw this movie. Yeah. <laughs> this film made, though, worldwide $12.3 million. Uh, Didn't even make half of its money back. Uh, oof. It's very rare where I'm like, you know, because I want pieces of art to make money, but there's a line in the sand that you've got to draw. And this movie just doesn't quite cross that line of films that I want to make money. Mm. It's this and Venom 2. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I haven't seen Venom 2. What, are, what was your thoughts on the first Venom, though? It was fine. Right. Yeah. It was fine. It was fine. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm, I just wanted to judge whether it's like, were you just a Venom hater or is this 2 just bad? What we do here is go back, 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 back. And we're back. And we're back. With another episode of Wait, Bros. wait, 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 James, James. They might not know who we are yet. Oh, right. This is a promo. Well, I'm James. And I'm Matt. And together, we're the Bros and Brews podcast. We're coming at you every week with worldly discussions, an art meets life questions podcast. What three albums would you take to a deserted island? How comfortable are you with sex and sexuality? Is it ethical to have children? What actually makes a great actor? We use our personal experiences, the craft of acting, and pop culture as a springboard to discuss everything. From uncomfortable truths, demonized issues, and problems often swept under the rug. But don't worry. We have fun along the way. Come join us for our weekly chicken, and we'll see you next time. Peace! Zach, I think it's time that we jump into the plot of this movie. The what? Sorry. There was, there was a plot to this movie? <laughs> Sorry. I think it's time we list a bunch of jokes and issues with this movie. <laughs> well, there is a plot. There is a plot. Yeah. That they ram fist. A jokes into oh, just like I understand that reference and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> the audience doesn't yet, but they will. Yeah, they they just they just put the jokes in, crash them into the movie, as if the movie didn't matter. But even before we get into the movie, there's an issue with the movie, and that is the font. Mm, oh right, yeah, I forgot about the font at the very start. Oh, this wasn't the worst font ever, Sandro. Zack, 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 Zack. Not the worst font. It was Comic Sans. <laughs> what 
what's what's wrong with Comic Sans, Sanjay? The movie opens with Comic Sans, and not just Comic Sans for the name of the movie, Comic Sans for everyone's name. Yeah. So you're just watching 30 straight seconds of Comic Sans. Well, what's wrong with Comic Sans? Com- uh, Comic Sans get a lot of shit from everyone nowadays, but I feel like Comic Sans gets a bad rap. I mm. feel like... It's a it's a great font when you want to shit post. You make a good point. I also think Comic Sans is quite funny. But mm. but would you open a movie with Never Gonna Give You Up? Would you start a movie with a Rick Roll? Yes. Oh. Yes, I would. <laughs> well, that defeats my point. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, I would I that is true. I want to save the Rickroll for later. Exactly. Save the comic sans for the end of the film. That's true. Open with the speed font. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, you prefer the speed font over comic sans? That would have actually been funny though, to do something like the speed font for just the comedy movie. It's like this. Action-packed sort of font with explosions or whatever. <laughs> it's just on screen. <laughs> that would be pretty good as well, actually. I w- I'll agree. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Look, Comic Sans has its place. I feel, and it's it's <laughs> it's for shit posting. Yeah. It's and not... this is a pretty shit post. I will say. I don't know about the post, but I agree with the rest of that statement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we see Gilly. He works at a pound. Yep. He's lonely. Apparently. Oh, yeah, we get like a big opening um, monologue about loneliness. Which is just not important for the rest of the movie, really. Well, yeah, yeah, it's a weird thing to start the movie with. So there's a new hairdresser in town. Her name is Joe. She's terrible, but she's very attractive. And so all the men want to get their hair cut, even though it means probably losing an ear. Yeah, because they have like a romantic meet and greet. Where she uh, yanks on his hair. Yep. Does she genuinely cut a bit of the actor's hair? It's probably a wig. Who knows? Yeah, it's probably just a wig. Special effects. This movie cost $25 million. It had to go somewhere. That's true. They probably just had a wig. Um, Now, what what causes her to freak out again? Uh, Is that when she's like, they're talking about how they're lonely or something. She's like, I lost my cat. A wonderful tabby. He looked like this. And then he's like, oh, I think I caught that tabby the other day. I work at the pound. And she gets so excited that she chops his ear off. Uh, And so now that he knows where her cat is, that's the perfect reason for them to start dating. I mean, she cuts his ear off as well. So she's kind of a bit apologetic about that whole situation. So she's like, come over, have some dinner as an apology. So she brings him home. And that's where we meet her mum and dad. Her mum's a psychopath. Her dad is a kind of problematic joke. <laughs> yes, he's he's <laughs> paralyzed. So he has the voice modulator. And the joke for most of him for the start of the movie is that he's just saying really crude stuff with a voice modulator. Yeah, it's like yeah. family guy level humor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he wants to change the channel to watch Beach Babes. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how actually that his character arc is that he becomes like the good guy at the end. Yeah. Well, I think he always was the good guy. He was just kind of hampered by that terrible wife of his. Mm. Oh, no, it's that arc again. What do you mean, that arc again? It's the mean wife arc again 
from Saving Silverman. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, it's the same characters. No, but he has that like grumpy dad vibe that just wants to watch Beach Babes yeah, on yeah. the TV at the start, you know, which is very different from the end character of like, I just want my daughter to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's two different characters in my mind. Uh, you mentioned it earlier, but there's the footsie scene. Oh, ugh. Where they're all at the dinner table, and someone's foot is touching Gilly's crotch, and he's like, oh my! Yeah. At first, we think it's Joe, but then she gets up, and we're like, oh, but the foot's still there, so it's not Joe. And then he's like, oh my god, it's the mum, and the mum's like, do you want a bit of my pie? She says, do you want a taste of my pie? Which, I didn't laugh at that, but I was like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's like, no, no. And she's like, oh, well, it, uh, I'm going to have some of mine. And then she gets up and the foot's still there. And he, like, like grabs the foot and the dad's like, careful with the bunions. <laughs> what? And then he gives a little wink. <laughs> little winky wink. What? I mean, good on you, dad, shooting your shot. Why not? I guess. That's definitely, that's definitely like a, uh, makes no sense for the movie. Mm. Also, it's gross. What the fuck? (laughs) The moment when they really fall in love, though, is when they're hanging out on the roof of the dog pound and Gilly recites a poem he wrote for animals that are just about to be put down. I didn't write down the whole thing, but it was actually kind of funny. Mm. Um, But one part really stood out to me where he's like, Go through the doggo door and fetch the stick thrown by God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a, it's a, it's a very like terrible, cringy sort of poem. Yeah, but it it makes sense for the character and the place. So I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm aboard. That's fine. And then there's like a dating and proposal montage. The song was pretty good. The bedroom scene wasn't. Um, what was the bedroom scene? Oh, it finished up. Well, the, you see, he's lying in bed with the sheet covering him. Oh, no, it's this scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep, nope, I see it in my notes, all caps. Yep, go on, go on. <laughs> yeah, he appears to be uh, receiving oral stimulation. Ooh. And he's like, oh, this is, oh, you're going a little crazy. Ooh. And then he's like, oh, stay clear of that orifice. I'm going to save something for marriage. (laughs) But then uh, comes around the corner of the bedroom. It's his girlfriend. And she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, he pulls up the sheet. And the cat walks out. Why? Why would you do this movie? Uh, Why would you include that joke? I just, I just got guy bangs a cat question mark. I like you. You think about it as if it was real. Yeah, yeah. You'd know because cats' tongues are a lot more. Yeah, they, they, they're sharp. And then there's other things like is he cut or not. Because that would change a lot. Uh, no, I didn't think that far. Thanks for that thought, though, well, Sandra. it's written in a writer's room. Every single joke is examined over and over again. <laughs> no, if it that's, wasn't. Well, no, actually, it wasn't. wait, hang on. That's how real writer's rooms were. <laughs> that's how real writer's were. This, were. this movie was constructed on the first thought of the writer's room, and they went, yeah, that's a great idea. Put it in. That joke, I think, is the joke that 
perfectly describes this whole movie. Yeah. In that it breaks its own reality. Yeah, no, I I never felt like I could believe that the actual movie happened. Mm. Like, that the, this was a believable... Because they keep putting in things that are so absurd that they, they don't make sense. They don't make sense. And that's fine for a movie like, I don't know, Wet Hot American S- Summer, Zoolander. Or uh, Scary Movie. Scary, oh, yeah, yeah, Scary Movie. Well, that's more... Yeah, yeah, like parody movies, that's fine. Yeah. If this was j- just a parody of a rom-com except, oh no, they're siblings... Yeah, 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 exactly. If this was more of a parody, like they were doing a whole lovey-dovey movie, mm. but then, oh no, they're brother-sister, <laughs> fuck, everything's wrong with this lovey-dovey movie. Oh, wouldn't that have been great? That would have been funnier, yeah. That would have been really funny if they started out, it's like, I met the woman of my dreams, and they have this like whole romantic montage mm. where they've got like this... Two straws and the same milkshake. Oh, you yeah. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that sort of, like, romantic sort of thing. And it's like, and everything was perfect. And, you know, until... until... We realised. And then it's, it's like yeah. a court drama or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been so much better. Instead, it's kind of an actual rom-com, not a parody. Yes. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, it, No, it's a, it's a, it's a comedy. Yeah. Yeah, it is a it, it is a rom com. But they follow up the cat joke with the joke of she's got this tattoo of the name Jack on her ass, mm. and turns out that Jack is in fact a bit of a jackass. <laughs> later in the movie, is a pun that you don't realise it's a pun until a bit later on. And I was like, that they put at least two seconds of thought into that one. Mm, that one's uh, that one's a pretty good one. Yeah, that's a that's a thinker's man joke right there. That's a philosopher's joke. But then you rem- remember the cat moment, and it all comes crashing down. Mm, also, she got a tattoo of a guy's name, but is she still dating him, Jack? Nah, they've broken up, but the mum wants them back together. Yeah. Because here's the thing, they broke up, right? Mm. But then they get back together after she finds out that yeah, the yeah, other yeah, guy's yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 but, like, why did they get back together? I don't... Well, because yeah. it happened between... Like, it happened during the time jump that we don't see. Yeah, I know, I know, and I know, so but it's like... the writers can do whatever they want. If she is so obsessed with a guy that she gets a tattoo of him... Or maybe he manipulated her into doing that? I don't know. Well, we never see the the tattoo again, though, so maybe it's not real and it was only there in that one scene because of the joke, like the cat scene. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. But no, it's like, one, how did she escape the relationship? And two, how did she get back into the relationship? And we see neither of those things. Anyway, Gilly's friend is a private detective who's been trying to find out where his birth parents are. And he comes to Gilly with with a realization, with some birth certificates. Yeah, he calls them up. He calls them up. Yeah. While the two of them are banging. Yeah. And he's like, you got to come right now. <laughs> Funnier than anything in the movie. <laughs> You've got to come right now and then come right now over to my place. <laughs> Where I've got your parents. I've found your parents. They're here at, 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 at my place. They realize that they are siblings. Yes. And everyone's very upset. Yep. The mum's like, well, at least we learnt this before you banged. 
and then the girl leaves and throws up at the toilet. Which was a pretty good moment. I was like, yeah, that's a well done moment. Yeah, and they're like, oh shit. And we get the line, sweet lord, you ponied your sister. Yeah, yeah. Which is a line in the movie. The term, you ponied that person, mm-hmm. isn't used anymore. No, it's not. And I feel like oh, no. it's actually kind of... Go- I prefer it over some other terms that you could use. Oh, no, Sandro, don't do it. I'm bringing it back. No. <laughs> don't bring ponying people back. That's a terrible idea. That is a pretty bad idea, actually. I relinquish my bringing back no, the No, 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 write it down. You've said the words. You have to put it down. Oh, great. I guess I'm going to write books. it down. Write it. My... Pony. What? It's a song lyric, and I can't figure out a good way to make that pun work. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. Um, so uh, then we have a time jump. Yep. He left his work to join some other work because his previous boss was like, well, I couldn't have someone who banged their sister on my... <laughs> They're working there. There would have been a laughing stock. You work at a dog pound, mate. No one's really caring about who you employ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the guy's just an asshole. Yeah. But, um... And what's up with his hair now? Because Gilly has grown out his hair, actually kind of looking like Keanu Reeves mm. before Ke- Keanu Reeves had that look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of impressive. Um, and he's got a handlebar, mm-hmm. because anyone who bangs their sister has a handlebar. There's some funny quotes where, like, he's hanging out with the guys that he worked with, and one of them is like, I don't blame you, man, if I had a sister that looked like that. Wham, bam, thank you, sis. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a terrible line. I hate it's it. Awful. I hate this movie. <laughs> Oh, no. Also, why didn't they get a DNA test? Uh, yeah. That's the obvious thing to do, right? Because, like, this happens in real life. No, I don't think this happens in real life, Sandro. Well, not this movie, but stuff like this happens. No one accidentally gets their dick licked by a cat, Sandro. (laughs) Not that part. And you wouldn't need a (laughs) DNA test for that. You just need a... Need a psychiatrist. A script editor. Um... (laughs) Script editor, yeah, that would work too. <laughs> Quality control is what you'd need. Yeah. But yeah, why didn't they just get a DNA test? Because, like, certificates can be fake, particularly when they're given to you by a private detective who has time and time again proven himself to be inept. Yes. Definitely what you could say is somewhat unrealistic, in this movie. Yeah. But yeah, maybe it's because it's just like a small town. True. They don't actually have access to a sort of DNA testing. Would it cost too much to go into the city and get it done? Yeah, into a like a hospital yeah. or whatever. Like, you know, it's just a small town. It doesn't really have access to that sort of stuff. So even though he found out that his girlfriend was his sister, he's now living with her parents. Yes, because he thinks they're his parents, which is fair enough. There's an interesting scene where the dad's like, Wife, I want my salty sandwich. And so she gets two loaves of bread and she wipes her armpits on them. And she's like, here's your salty bread. Oh, God, I don't remember that. It was just a scene that I remember. And I was like, huh? I I don't remember that at all. God, I must have have zoned out by that point. I must (laughs) have zoned out because I have no recollection of that at all. That's awful. But anyway, some random guy shows up, and he's their actual son. And he he even looks a bit like the dad. Yeah. He has yeah. the same, like, facial uh, marks. 
they're like, oh my god, you fucking asshole, get out of our house, yes. you other son that we thought you've been you've been uh, schmoozing off our money. They they suddenly hate him for no reason. They do, even though he's clearly convinced that they are his parents. So yeah, like, what is the parents' plan here? Be- well, it's more the, the mum. The dad doesn't really have anything yeah. to do with it. Well, that that that's the thing, right? Yeah, because it makes sense for the mum to freak out and be like, "You're you've been schmoozing off our money, living here rent free," you know, because she's a sociopath. Yeah, as is confirmed by the constant everything she does. Yeah, exactly. But the dad, on the other hand, is meant to be sort of a good guy, remember? But he instantly tries to to whoop his ass. He tries to punch him, but of course... That's right, because he stands up and he's like, I'm going to fight you, but then he just falls over. Yeah, then he just falls over because he's... Yeah, 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 he's, that's right. He's, he's got his... There is no consistency in this movie at all. No, <laughs> no, it's no. really bad. That's what I that's what I hated when they tried to make the dad a good guy. I was like, wait, but he was really awful earlier. Yeah. Also, so Gilly, he then heads on a road trip to go and stop Joe's wedding because she's going to get married to Jack now. Yes. And then the mum's like, well, I'm going to call the police station in the town where she works at, which is called Beaver. So they can make a bunch of vagina jokes. One of the more forgivable things, I think, is just naming that town Beaver to make some <laughs> jokes. I, I can forgive that. Yeah, that's, whatever. That's bad, but, you know, at least it can make sense in the universe, you know? But, like, what's the mum's plan there, then? To keep lying to Joe that he is her brother? Because the real brother's shown up. I think it's to try and get them married as fast as possible so that she can, and you know be part of the family, and then, when they divorce, mm, get half the, the stuff, right? Or is the mum planning on killing Jax? It's it's quite possible. Look, because Jack's also, like, uber-rich, by the way. Either way, she... she uh, maybe she's just hoping once the marriage is done, her daughter will just accept Jack, you know? Maybe. Over the other guy. Maybe. Look, there's a lot of... Or maybe uh, she's hoping on the fact that after... Even just the thought of them being related mm. and the fact that after all this, they broke up and, you know, they've had this long period, that after that, maybe the love would have fucking died. I don't know. I feel like it would have. Yes. Yeah. I would have been like, you know what? The, 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 e- even though we're not related anymore, mm. I still have lost my attraction to you because I thought you were my sibling. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that we're getting back together is makes me very uncomfortable. In that other movie that we were talking about that should have been made, that is a parody, that would be how it ends. Yeah. They get back together. They're like, wow, that was all a big misunderstanding. And then after like two minutes, they're like, oh, actually, this feels really wrong. Yeah, this Sorry, feels really fucking weird. I know we're not related, <laughs> but it feels like we are. And then the credits roll. <laughs> yeah. Let, uh, uh, let's, let's break up. Boom, credits roll. Oh, that would have been great. So Gilly's driving around in a truck in a ute uh which has the words sister fordicator mm. written in it because he's driving a ford and they've written sister mm. ford <laughs> yeah 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 yep and he hits an amputee on the road <laughs> yep he hits dig who um is uh the the sidekick he becomes the psychic character 
Yeah, yeah, and he's he's pretty good actually. Throughout, I uh, I liked his jokes. I thought they were pretty great. Yeah, I even wrote down uh, a couple of the things he said, like uh, uh, a uh, a pleasure being hit by one of your character, <laughs> which is a, it's a great line. So Jack, yeah, he's rich. He sees the posters. He sees that her true love brother is coming to town. Jack thinks that he's her brother throughout the entirety of the movie, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At no point anyone tells Jack that he isn't. Yeah. So actually what Jack is doing might be fair enough. Yeah, again, for the most part of the first bit, Jack is, like, played as a nice guy. And I was like, wait, is Jack actually a nice character? Mm. The point where he turns is when he, like, tells the, like, engineer guys to rough him up a bit. Yeah. The thugs. And then you're like, oh, he is the bad guy. Why were they trying so hard to make him super nice earlier then? I don't know. Jack has a... He's got an army of thugs. It's just three guys. Yeah. They don't really have personalities aside from the one guy who jerks off to cars, apparently. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the guy guy who fucks cars needs glasses. Oh, yeah. I I thought that joke was actually pretty good. I like that one joke, yeah, where he he goes to swing at Gilly with a lead pipe, but hits one of the other goons because he wasn't wearing glasses. Yes. And then he's like, haha, take that, your sister-loving pervert. And then the guy's like, why did you hit the wrong dude? <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, did I? Oh, no. What did I Should have worn my glasses. So, yeah, he sends them to go and rough up Gilly, who's coming to town. There's, like, wanted posters all over town for him as well. Uh, it's, all, it's all great. Yeah, because the, the mum asks them to be the police to be discreet, and so the police immediately put up all these posters. Yeah. Calling him a sex offender. Why is Jack rich? We never get an answer to that oh no he we do it's because he sells lots of weed oh yeah that's what yeah. that was meant to imply <laughs> i think it, i think um dig says it out loud oh okay because i think dig also transports some of that weed he does because he eats straight weed at one point yeah yeah he, straight up he eats like half a brick of weed Yeah, that's right. Okay, because I zoned out for a lot of the final half hour of this movie. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair that you missed plot points. Look, I missed that whole armpit joke. I feel like we missed missed quite a bit of this joke. Uh, I may have been looking at the bottom of my glass at that point, you know. (laughs) So all Gilly needs to do now is walk to the wedding with the ring and propose to Joe. But what happens, Zach, when they cross a herd of cows? Uh, yeah, so he comes across a herd of cows and he goes to shoo them away, but they won't move. So he starts hitting them on the ass, and then he, uh, he pulls back for a full-on punch. But he, 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 he misses, he, he, he misses slightly. Yep, and, uh... Let's just say uh, the woodpecker enters the tree, if you would. He fists a cow! (laughs) He puts his fist up the cow's ass! And it's the most fake-looking cow I think I've ever seen as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, good. (laughs) 
that it's a fake cow. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want them to stick it up a real one, Sandro. But, uh, and then the herd of cows start walking down Main Street, so everyone in the town is, like, laughing at him. The Indian guy is like, oh, cows are sacred where I come from. Yep, you would have been stoned to death or something, you know. The thing is... Um, sometimes you actually need to to do that to a cow. A lot of, yeah, to cows, horses, sheep. Yeah, like veterinarians go and do that. Yes. Sometimes. Yes. So, I, I think for, like, a farm town or, like, a, a rural town, that wouldn't have been the worst thing that's happened in the town, you know what I'm saying? True. But everyone knows that he's wanted as well. I mean, yeah, yeah. Everyone knows that he's a big pervert. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that the, 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 for the movie's sake, they play it up. But I think in an actual town, they would have been like, ha. They would have laughed at him, obviously, because he's stuck. But yeah. The movie as well, when he pulls his hand out, mm-hmm. it's clean, which is interesting. Mm. But he also left his ring in there, so he's got to do it all <laughs> over again. <laughs> yeah. That, that was pretty funny. That was pretty no, funny, actually. I disagree. I hate it all. <laughs> I hate it all. He left his ring in there, and so he goes around and just whap back into the ass, and you just see the crowd going, oh! Ooh, yeah. So then Gilly uh, takes his hand back out, keeps walking down Main Street, and comes across the goon, uh, the goon that is attracted to cars and has stolen Gilly's car. So he's driving the car, he goes up to Gilly and is like, give me the ring. So Gilly gives him the ring, and then he just kind of ends up unconscious for the next, like, few minutes of the movie. Uh, When he wakes up, he goes back to his hometown. And then we follow this goon for a little while as he drives out of town and comes across the real brother. He's kind of like a, a wimpy kid, right? The real brother, yeah. Yeah, the real brother's kind of like a wimpy kid sort of guy, but he sees this car and he's like, you know what? I'm going to help my mum. I'm going to ram them off the road. And then the car explodes doing a full front flip <laughs> in the air. It's a, it's a massive explosion. I did not see this one coming, and this is where I actually laughed, because it does this full giant explosion front flip and then just cuts away. Yeah, it just cuts back to the wedding yeah. where cops rock up and are like, Gilly died. Yes, because they found a charred corpse that was unrecognizable. Yes. and the, But it was his car and he had his ring. The ring and everyone saw him with the ring and the cow's butt. And then, and then they're like, here's the culprit, here's the murderer. And it's revealed the brother. And she's like, wait. Is that my dad? And then they're like, no, that's at your actual brother. That's your actual brother killed Gilly. And she's like, oh my goodness, my whole life is a lie. Yeah. And she just lets loose on the mum. And the mum's like, I was just trying to make that money. Yeah. yeah. And then the mum has a heart attack and dies. <laughs> Yay. What? <laughs> well, she's not dead. No, she dies. Because the ash is- the Joe carries around. No, that's that's Gilly. Oh, I thought that was the mum's ashes. Well, that suddenly got a lot, a lot less darker for me. Yeah, no, those ashes are the one random goon. Yeah. They still don't care about that goon, by the way. The whole, like, movie, they don't care about that goon. It was yeah. very dark. No, 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 no. The mum doesn't die. 
The whole point is she goes paraplegic like the dad. Yes. While the dad recovers. Because the, the dad is now like, yes, I am going to tell off my real son because he's a murderer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The dad's like, you know what? I have to tell the truth. Your mother orchestrated all of this to try and get the money. You know, the dad becomes the good guy here. So, so then Joe goes back to their hometown to the animal shelter. Yes. With a gun, thinking that Gilly's dead. Not the mother, Sandra. I thought it was the mother, but if it's Gilly, it makes more sense. Because yes. she would hate the mom. Yes, she's got the gun. And we as the audience are like, oh my goodness, she's going to kill herself on the roof of this dog pound. Yeah. But then Gilly's like, no, and he, he drives over, and then he, like, runs up the the mm. side of the building. But then we hear a gunshot. Oh, no, he was too late. He climbs up the ladder, and then she pours the ashes on top of him. Yeah. Which is very ironic, because she thinks they're his she thinks they're ashes. His. And then he's like, oh, my God, I thought you shot yourself. And she's like, no, I was just giving you the one... One, one shot salute. Yeah. And I was like, what? Oh, well, because he sometimes gave a one shot salute to the animals. Oh. So it's a throwback. I see. Because she also recounts his prayer for the dead animals as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. I thought that made sense. I didn't understand why she was giving a, a shot salute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if he was doing that for the animals, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then they make out and get married. Yep. Because for some reason, after a year and a half of thinking they're siblings, they still want to be together. Oh, yeah. I was very uncomfortable with them kissing. I don't know. <laughs> Even the whole thought of the whole thing. It was just like, oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I, in the hands of a, of a better movie, they would have been like, actually, that's weird. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, never mind. And then it just ends. But no, they actually get married, and the final joke of the movie... Okay, so the setup of this joke is earlier in the film, we saw Gilly's childhood bedroom. And in his childhood bedroom, there was a poster of this model, Suzanne Summers. So after Gilly's wedding... His private detective friend comes up to him and is like, okay, I know last time I kind of messed up, but I found your actual parents this time. Mm. In fact, your mum has come here for your wedding, opens up the car door, and it's Suzanne Summers. Yay! And it ends with the line, didn't you used to beat it to her? <laughs> and he's like, Ooh. And that's, that's the end of the movie. I hate this film. <laughs> I hate it. It was... Because that's the thing is, like, not only is it not funny, mm. it's also boring. Well, yeah, yeah, no, definitely, uh, we both zoned out during this movie. We both missed plot points. Yeah. Like, I missed that whole gun thing. I missed the armpit The scene. armpits. Like, I thought the mum died. <laughs> You thought the mum was dead? Like, this movie could not hold our attention throughout. This movie is, yeah. It's just... It uh... had points where it could have been good, and I could see the potential. Yeah. Uh, As as we said, this makes... uh, This movie becomes a million times better if it's, like, a parody of rom-coms. That would be great. I would watch the heck out of that. Yeah, yeah. That would have been really funny. The whole, like, incest twist... And then, yeah, as I said, the best ending is, like, them getting together and being like, no, this feels weird. We're (laughs) done. That would have been a great ending. But no. Now, 
Here's the thing, Zach. Is this in our Hall of Fame of Go to Jail award movies? Oh, absolutely. You reckon it is? I don't. I don't know what what it goes to jail for, but something, something absolutely is criminal about this movie. Uh, <laughs> incest is a jailable offense, right? I think so. I feel like this movie should be in jail. The bestiality is a jailable offense, There is right? indeed bestiality in this movie. Well, implied. Not on purpose. Yeah, not yeah. on purpose, but it's still a jailable murder? offense. Murder. Murder is a jailable offense. There is murder. Because the brother murders that poor, innocent goon, yes. and literally no one cares about him. They're like, oh, thank goodness Gilly's alive, and it was just this random goon that we don't care about death. I want justice for this goon. This movie, to go to jail. Go to jail, say it isn't so. Yeah. What movies have gotten go to jail? It's Blame It on Rio, and I think it's that other one. Yeah. Rita Sue and Bob 2. Are those just the only two? I think yes. they're, they're, they're the only two. I think this movie belongs in that area. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's 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 a lighter jail sentence to be sure. Mm. It's it's more of a you know they get they get five years but serve three of it and then have two years probation for good behaviour. It's yes, it's not as long a sentence. Yeah, yeah, it's a light yeah. Where the other ones are definitely getting twenty years without parole for yeah, sure. Definitely. Say it isn't so. Go to jail. Go to jail. <laughs> go to jail for your crimes against comedy. Go to jail. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, all you guys, gals, and non-binary pals. I'm Nick. And I'm Maddie. And, and we're, we're the hosts host of WTF, WTF is Happening. Australia's number one pop culture podcast, as voted by our mums. We're here to be your weekly 60-minute pop culture catch-up. You can expect stories from our personal lives that basically guarantee we'll never get a date. Legendary guest interviews where we find out which cultural moments shaped their lives. And honestly, just a touch of, like, chaotic, frantic energy. Now, as soon as you're done with the iconic podcast you're listening to right now... Go and listen and subscribe to us. Agreed. Cute. <laughs> All right, well, that's that section done. Now it's time to jump right into the crossover segment. Oh, God, why are we combining this movie with... Again, well, maybe that would fix it, Maybe, Maybe, well, that's the thing. We don't know. Oh, God, I don't want to add incest to any of the other movies. No. Oh, no. It's not adding incest, though. It's adding the characters from this movie into mm. another movie. I don't know if I want to do that either. We'll see what happens when we see what random number the generator generates. Because I've got every single episode number that we've done so far. I'm going to press generate. The number it lands on, we're going to make a crossover between this movie and the movie we covered on that episode. Yeah. So I'm pressing generate right now. 72. 72, okay. Bit older of an episode. That is a bit older. 72. I'm just going back into the archives. (laughs) Oh, boy. Don't like that reaction. 72 is the Troma classic, the Toxic Avenger. 
What? This is Toxic Avenger? The Toxic Avenger meets Say It Isn't So. I think it's just the Toxic Avenger murders this entire cast. Yeah! <laughs> the Toxic Avenger kills everyone! Oh, oh thank goodness. Thank oh, goodness. what a great crossover. Oh, I, it suddenly feels like a great weight has been lifted off of our shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that yeah. the Toxic Avenger is going to kill this couple. I can't wait to see Jack murdered, that one cop <laughs> murdered. Yeah, nothing happens to Jack. He gets broken up with, and that's it. The mum gets murdered. Maybe that's what the reason why this area of America is so messed up, like the town of Beaver mm. and also wherever the film starts, is because of toxic waste. Mm. Maybe there's like toxic waste in the water of this area. Oh, you could have Jack being the perpetrator there as well. Jack, he's the one dumping yeah. all the toxic waste. He's, he's dumping the toxic waste. Making millions off toxic waste dumps and weed. Wham, bam, thank you, sis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right, Toxic Avenger kills you as well oh, in this movie. No, I've got to die because of the Toxic Avenger. That new Toxic Avenger movie is meant to be out this year with Peter Dinklage oh, playing, really? playing the Toxic Avenger. Oh, fantastic. I... Can't wait to see Peter Dinklage be the Toxic Avenger. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. But Um, um, but yeah, Toxic Avenger, he kills like every person in this film. Except for, um, I think, uh, Dig. I don't think Dig would even show up in it. I think Dig's too good to be in a sequel of this movie. I think, uh, no, I think Dig, uh, like, after he sees someone get murdered, just hops in the plane and leaves. (laughs) Yeah. And we never see him again. We never see him again. He's like, oh, shit, I'm out of here. And it also ends with, like, the final shot is the Toxic Avenger walking around to being like, I've done it, I've killed everyone, ha ha. We then pull back. The movie's playing in the theatre. And we see Dig with, like, a packet of popcorn, except the popcorn is weed. And he's just eating it, being like, what a great movie, ha 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 ha. And that ends the movie. <laughs> that ends it. The Toxic Avenger, say it is so, please. Uh-huh. How would they die? So mum gets thrown into like a beehive. Into a beehive, yeah. <laughs> Launched, yeeted into a beehive. Um, Jack gets drowned in a spa. Yep, of course, because he, he likes to cheat on his wife in spas. Oh, in fact, both of them drown in the spa. He has the, the cop mm. and Jack are cheating in the spa. Or, like, cheating outside, and then the Toxic Avenger grabs them and, like, drowns them. Gilly goes to a meatpacking plant and gets hung up on a hook and split open like a cow. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) That's awful. But also, he's protesting out there for animal rights. Oh, yeah, that's right, because he likes to protest for animal rights. So I guess the Toxic Avenger is anti-animal rights? Uh, No, he blows up the plant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the bad guys kill Gilly, and then the Toxic Avenger kills the bad guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, actually, I, I think Gilly I think Gilly and Joe get murdered by the bad guys of this movie. Yeah. Who is hired by Jack. And the meat plant is the thing dumping toxic waste. <laughs> Great. Done. Would watch, just purely to see these characters get murdered. Next segment, what, yeah. sh- what you got for us? Well, it's time for r- 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 Rotten Reviews. It's the part of the show where I get the, the worst people with the wrong opinions. The cast of this movie? 
Uh, no. Uh, the audience who liked this movie... Oh, no. I get their opinions from Rotten Tomatoes, the audience reviews. Mm. But there's a twist. <gasps> uh, twi- there's twi- a twi- worm twi- in this Rotten Tomato. What? Because one of these reviews is not an audience member per se from Rotten Tomatoes but from this episode itself oh my I have inserted my own review Ah, much like a hand in the proverbial cow you have inserted (laughs) your own review into the Rotten Reviews and cancelling Sandro I apologise to everyone for everything you should apologise to all cows everywhere. Nah, cows haven't come in. <laughs> oh, no! I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, so I've actually put my own review in mm. here. And, Sandro, you get a bonus point if you can correctly identify the review that I have put in here. But if you get it wrong... You get a negative point. Oh, okay. So I've got to keep track of how many points I get. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> keep keep track of the negatives because well, you true. barely get any points. I don't. Well, I always get the first one right. So let's you see always get the first again. one right and then the rest of them wrong. But that's that's because my segment is bullshit <laughs> and well, makes no sense. I mean, so, yeah. <laughs> you said it. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I own it. I own it. This is complete rubbish. Try to guess the score. The scores are between 0.5 and 5. Let's get on to it. Mm-hmm. All right. So Katie says, this was weird. Lol. That's the whole review? Yep. This was weird. Lol. Well, there's been so many reviews like that, so I don't think it's your one. But I will mm. say, I will guess that it is probably going to be like a three mm. out of five. But also, I'm thinking about it, and this does have an overall negative score. So maybe I'll go 2.5, but I'm going to go three. I'm going to go three, but I'm thinking it could also be 2.5. Ah, well, it's 1.5. Okay, so I don't get a point there. <laughs> no, no, no. Way off, way off there, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, that was that was in fact quite negative. That is quite a negative one. Maybe, maybe the next one you can get. It's uh, it's a uh, Rano. Rano says this movie oozes with cheese. Luckily for me, I like cheese. Oh, first of all, I don't want to pitch a cheese oozing <laughs> after watching this movie. Something about it feels no. wrong. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, four out of five. Lock it in. Ah, oh, four out of five. Right yes. on the money. Well done. Boom, boom. Wham, bam. Thank you. I'm never saying that line again. <laughs> All right. So the next review is by Damien. I would rather eat a lemon than watch this movie again. It would have the same effect on my face, but without the <laughs> mental damage. <laughs> I like that one a lot. I like that one so much, I think you might have come up with it. I don't know. I don't Ooh, know. maybe I did come up with it, Sandro. Uh, Damien. Uh, are you going to guess? Are you going to guess that I came up with it? Uh, no, I'm going to guess the rating first, and then I'll guess if you Okay, okay. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rating. Um, it's got to be a one out of five, I reckon. Uh, you're correct. It's a one out of five. Another point for you. I feel like that if you came up with it, it would be a 0.5. So I'm going mm. to wait and hear the rest. 
Mmm, you're gonna wait and hear the rest. Well, if you do that, you can't guess that this one was mine, right? Or maybe you can. Do you want to be able to go back and guess? Uh, it's your game, <laughs> so... Da, da, I, I'm asking you. I'm coming up with the rules on the fly I... here. I'm just looking for your opinion. I think, um, whatever you decide... Yeah, um... okay, I think at the end, if you haven't guessed already, I, I guess I, I'll allow you a... Uh, go back and pick one. But maybe I, I only get half a point if I do that. Yeah, yeah, rather yeah. Than the full point. That yeah. works more when it's with a guest than when it's just me. But Look, we'll work it out when we have a guest. I'm not going to guess that that, that that was you. All right. Maybe, maybe when it's just you and me, then we'll, I'll read them all out and then you can guess. But when it's with a guest, you have to guess it on the spot or not at all. Yes, true. Ryan says disgracefully blunt and dragged on so much the adversity he's faced wasn't even semi-believable. That's a very well-written criticism. Uh, thank you. That's throwing me off. Mmm. <laughs> I'm gonna say that's a one as well. No, that's a 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5. Ah, you're throwing me off with that little <laughs> line there, though. It's definitely not you. Definitely not you. Yeah, yeah. We have Belinda, who says, kind of odd? No no wonder it was on at 11.30pm XD. I mean, it's late-ish, but also, like, the real trash plays at, like, one. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this isn't, like, the super trash. It's, like, a movie that tried to be good. You know what I mean? I think I know which one your one is. And it's not this mm. one, but it's a, it's one that, that we have heard so far. But I'm going to guess this one first. Mm. I'm going to say this is a two out of five. Two out of five. Oh, it's a three out of five. Very close. Very close. Positive. Wow. Uh, and, I, and I'm going to guess that your review was the first one, the one with the lol in it. <laughs> the lol? Negative point. Whoa. I, I thought that one would have been yours. Negative point. There is one last review. Oh. <laughs> Turns out I wasn't keeping count of how many reviews. Um, Diana says incest just isn't that funny. <laughs> I like that review a lot. That's got to be z- yep. 0.5, surely. Nope, that's a 1 out of 5. That's your one. Are you picking that one as my one? No, I don't know which one's your one. <laughs> I can't pick them. I think you've just read so many of these reviews that you've <laughs> figured out a great way to Wouldn't hide Wouldn't it be them. a funny bamboozle if I had not written any of them, Sandro? That would be a pretty good bamboozle. But it's not the case. Uh-huh. I actually wrote the Damien one. I would rather eat a lemon than watch this movie again. Uh-huh. It has the same effect on my face, but without the mental damage. I should have gone with my gut. You were so correct. Damn. You thought that was funny. And then you thought it was me. I was like, oh, no. He figured it out almost immediately. But you know what threw you off? It was because it was one out of five. Yeah, because if it... Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's what threw you off, because I definitely rate this a 0.5. But I thought... I would I would tweak it a bit because it's more realistic if the review score is bad. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's something to consider next time. Then I guess I bamboozled you. Lots of bamboozles. I like this extra layer of the game, though it's going to make me have to think more. But that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a definite. I de- I definitely like this part because it also means I can write something like I would rather eat a lemon than watch <laughs> this movie again. It would have the same effect on my face, but without the men. You've got to put that on Rotten Tomatoes now, though. I should. I should. I should make an account. Yeah. But then, 
you could cheat and check Rotten Tomatoes. True. You can post the review after we record. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But anyway, that is the episode right there. I think I got one point because um, I lost one point. Yeah, you did take a negative point, but you got two of them right. You got two of them right. So there we go. Still still with your one point streak, I think, though. I have had a one point streak for most of this year, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that is the episode. Thank you so much for listening, as always. If you like the show uh, and for some reason want to recommend it to other people, probably not based off this episode, but based off the show overall, um, you can easily do that by heading over to iTunes or heading over to Spotify, giving us a rating. That helps get the show out in front of more people. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, at Oldie Buddy Goody Pod. We're on YouTube as well. Mm. And, and of course, we are on patreon.com forward slash Oldie Buddy Goody Pod, where you can grab some bonus episodes as well as the ad-free feed. If you want to hear the show without any ads, you can grab that over on our Patreon as well. And thanks to our podcasting overlords at That's Not Canon Productions. Yes! We, we bow down to your to your rulership. Please don't kick us out for reviewing this movie. No. <laughs> We're sorry. Anyway, let's make some <laughs> more bad decisions. Yay! What do I have to choose for next week's episode? Please don't be anything like this. Well, you've got quite a few to select from, so maybe you'll be able to find something. Okay. We have Amoris Peros, which roughly translates to, so it says here, loves a bitch. Oh, that's in sync with this movie that we just did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mexican thriller about three stories that are each connected by a car crash. Cool. Uh, something like you, also known as Animal Attraction. Oh, oh no. God. Not the cat. <laughs> yeah. After being uh, jilted by her boyfriend, a talk show talent scout writes a newspaper segment that gains her national fame. Uh, Hugh Jackman is in it. Um. Yep. Pass. <laughs> yeah, wow. I, I mean. <gasps> what? Spy kids! Ah, kids become spies and take down a man makes giant finger monsters. They're thumb monsters, person who writes Yeah, they're this. thumb monsters. Yeah, who wrote this it's thing? Not, yeah, it's not finger monsters. They're thumbs. They're specifically thumbs because they aren't fingers. Yeah. Yeah, they're like thumb minions. Spy kids. That's a good movie. Not that I've seen uh, Spy Kid ever or all of the movies and loved them as a child and had copious amounts of Spy Kids merch as a child. <laughs> I even had a CD of a Spy Kids game that I cannot Spy remember at all. I don't think I ever got it to work properly. Yeah, I don't think I had that but one. But it was like a it, it wasn't a proper game. It was like uh, like a cereal box game oh, sort of right. level of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I once got Age of Empires in a cereal box. Whoa. So don't you be dissing the cereal box games. Yeah, I think I also got Age of Empires in a cereal box. Yeah, they were putting them in like cornflakes at one point. Yeah, you, you yeah. You buy cornflakes, you get Age of Empires. <laughs> Which was awesome. <laughs> it's a great deal. That's a fantastic game. Oh, hell yeah, Spy Kids. Man, I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, we have The Tailor of Panama. A tailor played by Pierce Brosnan reluctantly becomes a spy. Isn't that just the plot of James Bond, who was played by Pierce Brosnan? (laughs) Uh, Perhaps. Ah! Tom Katz. 
Bachelors uh, make a bet to stay single. Oh, and one of them gets into debt and has to get one of the other guys married so you can cash in and pay it back. <laughs> okay, no, that is kind of funny. <laughs> that is, that's a pretty great plot. That's not a bad concept. Do you know what's a real safe pick that I know will be a fun movie? Spy Kids? Yeah. Well, 2001, it is the year of nostalgia. That's the main reason we're doing 2001. So I feel like <gasps> we've got to do Spy Kids. Yay! We'll do it next week. Woo! The thing is, though, the first Spy Kids film is good, but I always preferred Spy Kids 2. I also preferred Spy Kids 2, mostly because I was a dinosaur kid. Yeah, I... I enjoyed, yeah, like the adventure movies, like the mummy and stuff, which is kind of what Spy Kids 2 is. Yeah, yeah. It's it goes it goes full crazy town, like yeah. stuck on an island and there's like monsters and stuff. It's great. It's great. Mm. It's really it's, 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 uh, well, maybe it's a fun time. I don't know. I haven't watched it in years. Same. But the Spy Kids first one I really liked as well. Yeah, it's good. It's good fun. Those walking thumbs, spooky and funny. Uh we'll see you next week for that. But let's wrap it up right now with the supposed best quote from Say It Isn't So. I just have I just have uh, Diggs quotes. Yeah. And the first one was my favorite. Uh, a pleasure being hit by one of your character. I think I think I'll wrap it up with a funny quote but also a good life lesson and a good uh-huh. uh, some good words to live by, which is do you know what the Bible says about having relations with your own sister? Uh, no. Don't! <laughs> do you know what the Bible says about writing a movie like this? Oh, uh, no. Uh, what does it say? You could do it if you want, but make it funny! <laughs> <laughs>